When I say that word, some of you have a reaction. Sometimes it's a positive reaction. For many of you, maybe a negative reaction. But what that reaction is, is a bias. It's a bias towards annuities. And as I get to, into this, we're gonna explain the different types of annuities and where that bias comes from. But I thought it was important first just to talk about it because we all have bias in different ways, shapes, or fashions, right? A bias isn't necessarily good or bad. It might be based on our experience, what we have known, and it may or may not be true, right? I think we have some different bias in this country. Um, let's just look ethnically for a while, right? We have a bias that, that black people tend to be more athletic and have better rhythm. <laughs> At least I know in our family that is true. We think maybe that Asians are better at math and science. Um, we all have different bias in different ways, one way or the other. Doesn't mean it's good, bad, right, wrong, or or that there's even any, um, I guess, prejudice in it. It's just a bias, it's how we feel. We may have bias on where we eat, you know, what restaurants are best, or what cars we drive. And I know some people that are biased towards Ford, they will only drive a Ford, and then you hear other people that it's only a Chevy, and we could go on and on, right? It is just something that as humans, is we all have. Good or bad, right or wrong, we all have bias. So if we get back to an annuity and we talk about, say that word annuity, and you have a reaction, sometimes we see that people have a bias one way or the other towards not just annuities, but any investments. The thing that's important to do is to make sure that that bias, whether it's accurate or not, so that you are not keeping yourself from something that could be good, could help your financial, uh, help your portfolio, help you reach your financial dreams, be just because you have a bias towards that, okay? So let me talk about the different types of annuities. An annuity is an investment vehicle. Just like we can have many different types of vehicles, right? We can have cars, we can have trucks, we can get a van, we can have an SUV. I mean, there's all these different types of vehicles. There is different types of annuities, okay? Uh, so I wanna take a minute and explain it because I think it helps if we really understand where that is. And if you do have a bias one way or the other, maybe this will show you that you have a bias towards one, maybe one type of annuity. And because of that, you've shut your mind off to some of the other options that are available. And if you're like, man, I have no idea even what an annuity is and you have no feelings whatsoever, well, you can listen to you because it'll be good information for you. So a couple terms you're gonna hear when talking about annuities is an immediate or a deferred. Deferred, you hear that term a lot. And most annuities are deferred annuities. What that means is that once you invest in an annuity, that you don't have to pay taxes on the money until you take it out. So it's tax deferred. Okay. Now that works, you know, if you have an IRA or a Roth or anything, anyways, that's the driver of the vehicle and it's already, it's going to be taxed the way the driver says, but let's just say you had money that you saved or you inherited somewhere and it's what they call non-qualified, right? It's not, doesn't have a title to it, an IRA, a Roth or anything. If you put it into an annuity, then the taxes are deferred and you don't pay the taxes on the gains until you take them out. The other type is an immediate annuity. And that's actually the first type of annuity we want to talk about. An immediate annuity, you don't have the deferral because what it does is it starts paying you an income stream immediately, right? It pays an immediate amount of money. Immediate annuities are often, or you might hear of them or think about them, is pensions, okay? Pension funds, when you get a pension, it is being paid through an immediate annuity. Okay? It's, a, it's a set amount of income, either for a specific period of time or for life. 
know everybody i haven't talked to one person that doesn't like a pension or didn't wish they had a pension so and therefore most people like the immediate annuities but it also has a flip side where you could take your money that you saved say you took a hundred thousand dollars that you saved and put it in an immediate annuity and create income from it this was a strategy that we use um, especially in the past before some of the other great income tools came out so if you put your money in immediate annuity and created an income, you could do a lifetime only income. That means as long as you were alive, you would get the income. It would give you the highest income amount possible. But if something happened to you early, if you if you ended up in a car accident a couple years later and passed away, there'd be nothing left for the beneficiaries. And we've talked to some people that, that that's happened in some family relation. And they were really upset because they didn't get the rest of the benefits. And I understand that, but you have to realize the purpose of those immediate annuities when someone does it for life only is to get the most amount of income possible, okay? And when a company does it, it's not that they're keeping the rest. It's just to say you're 60 and you're, and you're creating income. They have everybody else who's 60 and they know some people are gonna live X, you know, the average length of time that people are gonna live. And that some people are gonna die sooner and some people are gonna live way longer. So if you had an immediate annuity, and this works into your pension too, and you took a lifetime only, if you die early, then your money is being used for someone who lived longer or vice versa. If you live longer, you're using someone else's money. You can do some guaranteed periods on there, like a 10 year guaranteed or something, but that's in a nutshell an immediate annuity, okay? Now I'm gonna to flip to the, every other annuity is a deferred annuity, right? Means the taxes again are deferred until we take anything out of it. So the first common one that I wanna talk about is a um, variable annuity. A variable annuity is kind of like mutual funds sold into the annuity covering, meaning they have that tax deferral, but you still can kind of go up and down uh, in the market. Variable annuities tend to have higher costs associated with them because they do have to pay for the management fees as well. And then to give you some of those guarantees, you do have a guarantee in a variable annuity that if, say you put in 100,000 and it's down only to 70, that, that if something happened to you, the beneficiaries would get 100,000, okay? So there's fees built into that um, inside of it. You also have a surrender fee, which all annuities will have that if you get out early, you end up paying a charge of surrender fee. So variable annuities have different fees like that. They can go up and down with the market. And truthfully, it's not something that we utilize much. In the beginning when they came out, they had some, in and they still do have some income riders and features to guarantee income. However, I believe the fixed index annuities that we'll talk about have just as well, if not actually better income features now. So that's a variable annuity. So it, that is another one that we often find that people have this prejudice because they think, oh my gosh, I had, I knew somebody or my mom had this annuity or whatever, and it was down and we were losing money and we couldn't get out because of the fees. Variable annuities tend to be the other type of annuity that people will get a bias for, but they then apply to all annuities. So maybe that's it. Maybe it was a variable annuity if you had that reaction. Again, I don't like them. I don't really work with them because in my opinion, either we are gonna take a risk or we're gonna to commit to a time when we're trying to invest and make money. I don't like doing both. I don't have like having the downside risk and having a time period that you have to stay with it. So that's the variable thing. All right, the other two is an, a fixed annuity and a fixed indexed annuity. Okay, so a fixed annuity, you can think of it as like the um, like a CD that's at the bank, and, but instead it is offered through an insurance company. Usually it's gonna be a little longer terms, maybe three to five years, seven years. 
um, and the rates are a little higher. Okay, so uh, usually a percent and a half to two percent higher than you'd get on a CD. So that's just your traditional fixed annuity. The fixed indexed annuity, again, the, you have to remember it's got the term fixed, but instead of giving you a fixed rate, okay, they're gonna take what they would have given you in a fixed rate and they're gonna use that to link returns to one of the major indexes, like the S&P 500. Now we can get into all the details for, for those that you wanted, let, just let me know and I'll go through all of the details on how it works. But in a, in a nutshell, when they're linking the returns, if that index goes up, if the S&P goes up, you're gonna get returns up to a cap or a percentage of what the gains were. So maybe you get 50% of what the gains were. Now, again, they didn't invest all your money in there, so they're not keeping the extra gains. It's just that the way that they're using to link the returns there, they're not gonna get all the gains. But on the flip side, if we go down, we invest and we're linked to the S&P 500 and the S&P goes down 20%, okay? We make zero that year. We don't go backwards. That's where we say zero is your hero. So you have the ability to get higher gains than a fixed product when the market's up, take zero off the downside, okay? Both fixed and fixed index annuities also have surrender charges, but I like to look at it in, with them in this way. Again, there's two ways to make money. We commit to a time or we take a risk. When we're looking at a fixed or fixed index annuity, we're committing to a time. So we don't have the downside risk of the market. Instead, we have a surrender charge period that's gonna go down each year for a set period of time. For a fixed annuity, it might be three years. For an index annuity, maybe an average of 10. So let's just use that 10 years for an example. Okay, if you put that same amount, let's just go on 100,000, I put it in, you put it in a mutual fund. Can you tell me in 10 years, what's the worst, or in five years, what's the worst case you can get out? And now you got just stumped thinking you can't, right? Because it depends on what's going on in the market. That could have lost significantly, could have gained, you really don't know. There is no bottom dollar. In an indexed annuity, let's just say in five years, what's the worst case you can get out? Well, if the market was down every year for five years, we know we still have 100,000, right? Because we don't go down because of the, because of the market. Now, let's say we had a surrender charge that started at 10% and went down 1% each year. So at the fifth year, okay, it's 5%. So I can, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that if you wanted everything back at that point, it's 95,000, you know the bottom line. So it's not, when you think about it that way, it's not that those surrender charges are so horribly or bad, you know the bottom line. The reason they have them is in order to link it and get those returns, uh, they have to have know that the money is gonna be there for some, for a length of time that determines what they're investing in underlying to get you those returns, okay? Otherwise, if you know, as well as I do, especially right now, anything that's safe and liquid, like anything, savings account, money markets, whatever, anything safe and liquid is paying zero. So we have to, or close to it, we're committing to a time when we're using those. So that gives you a little bit of an education on what indexed annuity or all the different types of annuities are. Indexed annuities are one that we call green money. We use it a lot. They're a great tool in retirement, but you don't have to take my word for it. We have a couple articles that are happy to send you if you like that I just wanted to share with you. David Babel, he is a professor uh, and he did this one. This was years ago. He did a big study on index annuities and he found that, they're, that they outperformed a lot of times some of their alternatives which could be fixed accounts, bonds, things like that, and found that it could be a great option for those in retirement, okay? Roger Ibbotson, who's another professor, he did a study on using fixed index annuities as an asset class, a 
Okay, and he gives a lot of points. I'm just gonna read you one because I think it makes more sense um, on using these. And he, oops, hold up the wrong one. Give me one second. Okay, he said it this way. He goes, there's a, he presented the case for annuities as an important alternative to tr traditional fixed income classes, such as bonds, okay? He also said that the recent innovations in annuity designs um, have great, given people great tools, competitive tools in the marketplace to help them prepare for retirement, create the retirement income, and also to get growth, right? And lastly, even the U.S. Treasury recommends retirees to get an annuity. Why? For the ability to guarantee income, which we haven't even really gotten into, but that is another feature of the index series. So, Maybe next video we'll talk about that, but if you have questions, feel free to reach out and let us know. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.